So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Welcome, welcome. My name is Mary Wagstaff. I am a life coach who ended a 20-year relationship with alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. In this podcast, we will explore my revolutionary approach to quitting alcohol that breaks all the rules, amazing stories from women who are throwing a better party because of it, and how you can stop drinking and start living. This show is not a substitute for rehabilitation, medical treatment, or advice, so please talk to a health professional if your alcohol consumption is a risk to your mental or physical health. Now on with the show. Hello, my beautiful listeners. I hope that this podcast episode finds you well, healthy, and well cared for from your own personal heart and from your loved ones and family and community. As I record this now, we are still in and amongst our state of quarantine in a global pandemic. Um, And of course, it has really created a huge shift of what is normal, what is certain. And I talked a little bit about that on the podcast of Um, you know, regardless of this current state, really tuning into the personal control and personal responsibility we have in our own lives for every moment to understand what really is certain and is the facade of certainty kind of falling away or the veil thinning of these, um, this way of life that we have that creates a false sense of comfort and fear. And that's not to create anxiety or stress for anyone. In fact, it's an opportunity to really dive into the power, the personal power that we have inside, using the mind, allowing the emotions in any situation, in any moment Um, And of course, this is never bypassing for the hard work of 
people that are out there, healthcare providers and, um, you know, public servants that are really doing the good work in the world. I feel very fortunate to be at home with my family right now. We are on a list for emergency support if people need it. Um, but I decided since I have some extra time and people have some extra time to be listening to content and hopefully kind of deciding for themselves in these moments, the work that is right in front of us. And that is what I've chosen to tune into. I have felt more present with my family, with myself, with what's important and what's right in front of me more in this last week than I feel like I have in a really long time. And I'm a very present person. I tune into presence um, often um, with just kind of eyes wide open and physical sensations and what's actually happening in real time, moment to moment. Um, because we know really that that's all that we truly have is each moment. And, you know, ancient traditions talk about presence being the end of suffering. And we can plan in the moment for the future. But it really is the magic of the moment where we make a decision of what is satisfying, of what is serving us or the collective the best. And that kind of has that momentum. So moment to moment creates momentum, creating the results that we most want to see in our lives. Um, so much of my life, my earlier life, when I was especially in my 20s and early 30s, I was a bit of a wanderlust, um, really kind of searching for purpose or meaning or um, what my work was to do. And I'm finding more and more, even though I have this tendency to continue to want to experience all of it and to find, um, you know, this kind of title or role to fill. And I truly believe we all have such different paths in life and it looks so uniquely different for everyone just based on their own individual gifts and personalities. Um, but what I'm realizing is purpose is to just be human, is to just be as uniquely human as you can be, the most unique expression of who you are in this world. And so, you know, we tune into other things that in the human experience and in the collective, we don't always see as conscious. And that's kind of a controversy. Um, I definitely tune into spirits of plants and the thriving life that is growing around me and animals. Um, but their purpose, you know, a tree doesn't ask, what, what do I need to be today? Who will I be when I grow up? He will be, she will be, it will be a bigger version, a more expansive version, a more unique version of itself, you know? And I think that that is our purpose as human beings is to be more fully expressive of who we are and um, today, I wanted to talk to you guys about creating a life intention. And so, so much of the work of coaching and mindfulness and growing awareness really comes from this slowing down and 
making decisions and thinking on purpose. So we show up in this life with stories pre-created for us from history of humans, trying to figure all of this out and the mystery of why we're here, and from our parents and their parents. And of course, we pay homage to our ancestors for the hard work they've done of figuring it out and paving the way in resilience and teaching us and love and the, the stories and have created an amazing reality you know, being able to share this content with you through these means and the way that now we're connecting, that we have this virtual way of connection during this specific time where so many of us are not are not out in the world. And if, if we are out in the world, keeping this social distancing. So it's a really interesting time to see how far we've come, kind of redefining what community means. But the life intention is really showing up and kind of dropping labels in a sense of, you know, what you are in society, even what you are in your family or your job title. And it's really tuning into the essence of who you are in that place where you're, you know, you're in your most inspired self place and you're just feeling thriving and, you know, the wind is whispering to you and everything couldn't be more perfect. And when you're thinking in terms of being alcohol free and you're just loving life and you're thriving and you're in love with your family and just being in nature or the work that you're doing and you're just kind of in that flow inspired state, just as is, just as life is presenting itself to you as you have arrived in this world free of labels. You could be doing anything and you would be loving life. This is where your life intention comes from. And we're not often taught to slow down enough to know that we have the ability to choose how we want to be in the world, to know that we respond to circumstances, that circumstances don't create how we feel, but based on our thoughts and habitual thinking, we get to choose how to feel. And so we might have an immediate thought about a situation because of our past, our history, or because something just is completely scary. And so we feel a certain emotion, but it's not from the situation itself. It's because of our thought about it. Right. And so in this specific circumstance that we're in, in this pandemic, there are many people that feel many different ways about it. And that's because they're thinking many different things about it. And so that's why we know that a circumstance itself doesn't dictate the emotion because it's not general, because it's not, you know, everyone doesn't share that same emotion, but it is an individual thought process that creates the emotion. Now, when we have a life intention, especially when it comes to alcohol, and this was the key factor in my resilience to um, moving away from alcohol and through my journey of an alcohol-free life. And this is the crucial step in all of the work that I do with my clients, even ones that aren't 
um, moving towards an alcohol-free life, but we create a life intention and what that does different from creating like a resolution or a goal is it allows you to constantly have that quality control over your decision making. So it's when you're in times of despair or where you're not feeling strong or when emotions are overwhelming or there's a pandemic or a loss of and grief um, or big change and transition and you feel really uprooted or you're simply making a decision because you've had um, a, a trigger to drink and you haven't been drinking, you come back to your life intention and say, where is the, where is my highest self? Who, who is she and who do I want to tune into now? And you have that predetermined for you because you've written it from a place of your highest self. So you know that those moments that are fleeting of emotion, because emotions always come and go and they will pass. Um, especially when we allow them to be and we don't resist them. But you always have this to come back to as kind of your safety net to, to, to know that you're making your decisions from your, your highest self. Or if you're really feeling like you can't make a decision, you just put that decision off until another time and you, you just simply stop thinking about it. And that can also be uh, something to tune into when it comes to alcohol. So your life intention, and I'm going to walk you through the entire process, and then I'll leave you with a link to go to, to download um, the little creation sheet. And I also want to give you guys, because I think in this time where a lot of people are at home, we're not out being social, um, a little manual I made called Everyday Ritual. So my life intention, along with the practice of Everyday Ritual, truly was how I created a program for myself in addition to coaching, but it was the the individual unique tool I use kind of from a spirit-based perspective um, and a movement-based perspective of how I moved and journeyed through my alcohol-free life and how I used inspiration and compassion um, to replace willpower and shame. And now I no longer desire alcohol. So, so many people think that when you live an alcohol-free life that you just aren't drinking, but you really want to drink. And that's not true. I do believe it's true for a lot of people. I believe a lot of people quit alcohol and just kind of white knuckle their way through the rest of their life, you know, in deprivation, thinking, why not me? Why can't I? Instead of being inspired and free only because they've solved for the action. They try to solve for the action of just not drinking, but we don't make real change by solving for the action. We only make real change by solving through the mind and through the thoughts. So it has to be a completely new mindset shift. You have to completely reframe your belief system around alcohol for you to no longer desire it. And it does take time. It simply doesn't happen overnight. And um, the next episode I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about association triggers, really talk about the real science behind why you know your alcohol-free life is amazing and you love it, but why sometimes you still might have a desire come up for alcohol. And that's just simply based on science. And when you know science, you kind of take the personal aspect out of it where you're not blaming yourself like, oh my God, why am I still having this trigger? Why am I still feeling this way? And it's been years because the brain is a very intricate woven process. It's kind of like a mini version of our globe, you know, and we, we go through these patterns, these 
over and over and over again, and they become these well-worn pathways that can take lifetimes um, to to go away. Um, but the more immediate ones of that kind of um, knee-jerk auto response, those habitual day-to-day responses of coming home, it's five, pouring a glass of wine, happy hour, all that, those start to go away more easily, um, especially when you have a life intention, when you create new everyday rituals, and when you start to create new pathways of things that are inspiring. Um, so you're not sitting around just being bored and grouchy and in deprivation. You're using your life intention, and it's that intentional creator piece too, to move from a place of your highest and best self. So I'm really excited to be sharing this with you guys today. I think it's a great practice to have. And I don't know if I, if I actually over spoke myself, but anyway, there's this little manual I had created quite a while ago called Everyday Ritual. And it's about taking your life from mundane to magic. And it's these simple, seemingly ordinary things that we can do in life. But when you find the moment of sacred pause and you use your intentions to create a ritual and you start to ritualize your intention, it becomes it brings a sacredness and an energy to it that really infuses into how you show up in your life and into your day. And it's just moments, but it, it truly is how I, um, how I quit drinking. And, um, it's, it's the work that I do and I teach my clients. So the life intention, and it's, it's pretty simple and straightforward. Anyone can do it. Um, so you must create the vision from your highest self to live into the results that you most desire. And this is your quality control. So you can't just reach a goal if you if it's arbitrary, right? And you have to know from your own personal perspective, why? What is your big why? Why is this even important to you? And so every year I kind of have a new word and a new theme. Um, and that's how I created a new life intention for myself this year and your life intention around drinking, if that's what you want to create your life intention for can be that, but we kind of narrow it down to like these more specific values and things that are very important to you. So the first step step is finding a word, one seed word. So this kind of has a garden metaphor. So there's going to be one seed word that you plant that's going to kind of be this overshadowing. Um, so when I was quitting drinking, presence was the seed word for me. So I had been in, you know, studying mindfulness and teaching yoga and and meditation um, and awareness for 20 years. So I knew presence and I knew the power of the present moment. And um, it was something important to me, but because I had never really put it in a statement, it wasn't obviously flowing through every part of my life because although I was dedicated to those practices and those teachings, I wasn't as serious about it as I was when I realized that my boozy lifestyle also was getting in the way of the things that were really important to me. And so that's why when I've really said these life intentions out loud, it's stuck. So you find a seed word or a mantra. So the seed creates the vibration that kind of ripples through all that you do and you will align with this you know, you can use this for the the rest of the year. And this is kind of a little bit of a resolution reboot. And it's a great time to do that right now, especially because it's spring and we are physically and literally planting seeds. So what is one word you would like your daily life to exemplify? 
And this year for me, I chose the word mother and more of a mother of like the great mother and who comes in many forms. And it could be Gaia, planet Earth. But I just really wanted to embody that essence of support, of kind of being firm, a little bit of tough love. And I'll go through my root words with you. So you find that seed word. And like I said, mine was mother for this year. And then you find your root words. So these are the little things that are going to cut the words that are kind of anchoring you in to the earth to ground you into this intention, your life intention. So I say pick five core values or principles that really anchor your seed. What are the attributes you want to embody as you create this new vision for your life intention? And so for me, for the word mother, um, the root words I used were compassion, follow through, discernment, unconditional love, altruism, and resourcefulness or advocacy. <clears throat> so those are the root words. And you can Google um, if you have trouble kind of deciding on what those are for you, you can just Google values and you'll get a list. And and from there you can choose, you know, it, or you can even go backwards too. You can kind of pick the five values that are really important to you right now that you really want to exemplify in your day-to-day -day life. And, you know, you might show up for these a lot already, or maybe it's something that you really want to live into. And, you know, this is something we've done in our family that I didn't necessarily... Of course, we had values as a family growing up, but we never really stated them. And this is something for my kids. I really want them to know, like, if you have values, you can show up for them. But it's really good to remind yourself and write them down and go back and revisit them and say, you know, how are we showing up as a family? Are we offering each other compassion um, and, you know, listening to one another. So moving on. So you find your seed word, your root words, and then you create those words into kind of an affirmation or a statement and they can have the word in it itself. So you tune those five words into a statement that affirm the, in the present tense, how you show up in the world. This is the energy that you give and attract. This is your life intention. So you create this little mantra for yourself or a almost like a manifesto. So I'll just read you guys a couple um, from this seed word of mother that I had. Um, compassion allows change with ease. I choose compassion towards myself and others over judgment. Compassion always um, allows my heart to expand. So that was kind of for compassion. That was a several sentences, but it's okay. Just You can just do a little... Um, um, a little word flow here and just do some free writing. Um, and then for follow through, I say, I complete what I started and see my intuition, my intentions through regardless of the outcome. All results are tools for information. So follow through has been something that I've struggled with, but I think as that motherly concept, you know, starting a project, putting it on the schedule, seeing it through, not leaving things open-ended and really putting my energy and effort into it and not being disappointed with the outcome and just being, being um, present with the fact that I actually completed something, that I can learn from how it turned out and knowing that there's no failure if you don't stop, right? So you can only fail if you stop. So for me, that was that. And I'll just read you one more here. Um, about discernment. I use my intuition rather than ego to decide with ease and purpose and clarity. So 
discernment is, you know, really being um, aware of of choices and choosing from a place of deeper knowing is really what that means for me. So this is what these mean for you. So you go through your words, your like, um, your root words. So these values that you want to live into and you create these statements. And then the next step is how does this grow? This is where you get to create. What are the qualities of the life you are growing? And this is kind of going back into that intentional creator piece Get your senses involved. And this is such a great practice of presence, especially if you're feeling anxiety or stress. If you're choosing to drink or not to drink, you can take a moment to tune into your senses, your five senses, tune back into that seed word. How does this show up for me in this life from this place of mother? You know, how would she respond to this? The great mother, um, This is where you get to create. Okay, get your senses involved. How does it make you feel? See every detail, person, place, and thing. What activities do you do from this new life intention? So visualize yourself really really living into this life intention. And when you're aligned with your life intention and your actions, booze will not be there. Choosing alcohol will not be there. Your life intention from a place of your highest self will be overriding that decision every time, I guarantee it. And then bloom into action. This is the fifth step. Here you take flight. Get ready to disprove your beliefs. Go before you think you're ready. Ask for help. Be willing to fall. Go first. Be unapologetic about living the best version of life for you. So this might be a new way of being that people around you are not used to, but that's okay because you'll be coming from your highest and best self and you'll also be taking personal responsibility for your feelings and your actions. So if other people don't understand it, you don't have to take it personally. You just have to know that it's not part of their everyday way of maybe interacting with you. And you just know that this is your truth and you can just choose to move with love and compassion for however they're showing up and then move on. And then tending to this life intention. Sometimes we are in a phase where our highest self isn't accessible. So as women, we move through these cycles, this, this, these lunar phases essentially. um, And sometimes our emotions are very present for us and they're kind of can override sometimes that ability to tune into discernment of the thought Um, and so when your life isn't as, or when your, you know, your intention isn't as accessible to you because maybe there is even something happening in the world, like a pandemic, you tune back to your life intention and it will give you the answer at each new moon. You can check in. So we just had our new moon phase. Um, and this is just the, the time frames that I like to use because it's just beautiful and a fun ritual. Um, has something changed or not quite aligned? And moving from guilt or shame to compassion and observation. So you just simply check in, read your life intention to yourself. Maybe one thing didn't stick for you and you can kind of do a little bit of journaling next to each one of your uh, root words of 
you know, how can I show up more for this? What was really present for me? How did I live into this intention that felt really great that I'm having so much gratitude for when it comes to alcohol? How did I use my life intention or that specific word? How could I lean into this word more to make more decisions? Which one of these words can I kind of use for this next month that seems the most useful? And so really quickly, um, I'm just going to read for you my life intention when it was really came to, um, to specifically to alcohol. And it was just like clockwork. I would, if I was thinking about having a drink and I tuned into my life intention, it was just right there. It was like, okay, nope, this isn't from my highest and best self. And it just made the decision for me that I knew I already wanted to make. So it was just like, I couldn't I couldn't turn, tune away from it because I had the answer of what I really wanted to do, that discernment right in front of me. So this was my life intention um, from a couple of years ago when I was moving through this initial part of my journey. So my life intention to show up fully present with all of my senses in everything I do. And so just kind of while you're listening to this, just kind of have the idea of drinking alcohol and you'll see how these intentions negate what alcohol does in your life. So being fully present, um, to create and hold space for people to feel safe and a sense of belonging, to let my vulnerability as a human shine through my deep connection to spirit, to use love as the guiding force that creates change, to always lead from the heart and to take responsibility for all of my thoughts, feelings, and actions. So as you can see, consuming alcohol negates all of those. And those are the truest essence of who I am and who I want to live into. So I will hope that you will come over to my website. So there's a free training on there. And I talk about this in the outro, which is the five shifts approach. It's um, an on-demand hour-long video training. It's awesome. And you will get so much from it. But if you sign up for that, you will be directed to a website, that, um, a web page that has some other bonuses in it. It has a couple meditations. It has access to the training. And it also has this life intention creation card. And then today I'm also going to add, because I think it'll be really useful for you guys right now, is the Everyday Ritual Companion Guide. And so this is just this little companion guide I made that's 10 little rituals that seem very basic and very obvious, but they're just these little ways that you can take some sacred time for yourself, create your life intention, and then use these 10 little rituals to set your intentions for yourself every day. So, and you can kind of just use them depending on how you're showing up in that day, what phase you're in, what energy you're in. And See how that shows up for you or create a new ritual for yourself. Maybe go stand barefoot in the ground and just kind of tune into the temperature of the earth and what it feels like um, underneath your feet and then recite your life intention to yourself and feel that feeling of being a human and fully alive and ask yourself moment to moment if that is what is certain then does alcohol really serve a purpose for me anymore? And you will probably come to the answer that not really, not really in this moment to moment of what is certain. And so that's why I say that this time is such a, a as scary and as unsettling and as terrible as things have been for many. 
if you are safe and well and healthy, it's an amazing time to tune into personally, how can you show up more in this life? And when you show up more for yourself and you lead from the heart and you lead from the place of your life intention, this is when you create the biggest impact for change on a global scale because how you show up creates a ripple effect without you even saying words. So my invitation for you is to show up for yourself, create your life intention, maybe share it with your family, um, find someone else to do it with and share it with them if you have a group that you're in. So I had talked last week about doing an eight-week online course, which I have decided to change, and I'm going to simply be doing an online um, gathering for um, alcohol-free support for women. So it'll be a holistic approach. You can sign up for just the one class, and it's going to be a donation base, and all the proceeds will go to a cause to help support what is going on in the world right now. Um, and you can find that link. It's to an Eventbrite page um, on my website. And so it'll be a gathering from 7 to 9.30 p.m. Pacific time where I will lead the class through a little bit of movement and um just a small amount of movement. We won't be like standing up doing yoga or anything. It'll just be some easy, like restorative things to get into the breath and then a grounding. And then we'll just kind of open it up for a sharing. So this will just be a holistic, alcohol-free um, for women group support. And at any phase of your journey, so whether you're just starting to think about being alcohol-free or you've been alcohol-free for 10 years, you are welcome. And um, I would love to have you there. Of course, reach out for any questions that you have Mary at marywagstaffcoach.com and my website uh, marywagstaffcoach.com. So you'll see the link right away there that says sign up for the free training. You'll find the life intention creation there where you'll be directed and then the everyday ritual manual if you weren't ready to go through the class. But you have time, probably some downtime maybe. Um, and it's a great class. It's um, the like as I've talked about those concepts, the five shifts concepts are how I move through every um, challenge in my life now, every adverse situation I phase, I start with simple observation and I move from there. And so they're just really great ways to expand your own toolkit. And I hope that you're taking care of yourself and you're supporting your goals of living an alcohol-free life so you can thrive in this beautiful world. And um, bl blessings and prayers to all of humanity, all of Mother Earth at this time. And just to take a breath in together to find a moment of a sacred pause before we end um, this episode today. So taking a breath in. And as you exhale, allow your body to soften. May all beings everywhere know peace and may planet Earth restore herself to balance. May we all make it through this with the support and comfort that we need. Blessings to you all and we'll talk soon. Have a wonderful day. The process of unraveling your story outside of the confines of alcohol is truly a sacred and beautiful journey of the self. Rediscover who you are in a whole new world again. Stop by my website, marywagstaffcoach.com 
www.thepowerofpositivityworkshop.com to get instant access to the on-demand workshop of my revolutionary five shifts approach. And while you're there, you can sign up for a one-on-one consultation where we will create together your life intention. This is the framework for which all of your decisions around alcohol are made from your truest and highest self. In addition to working remotely worldwide, I host private one-on-one healing retreats at my sanctuary in Mount Hood, Oregon. I can't wait to connect.